say you're welcome back welcome back to another episode of the bench mob ent y'all know everybody here we're gonna get straight into it we already saw what was happening it's been some crazy stuff playoff is coming around the corner right now we got the playing games going on but something that we wanted to start off we had to talk about it russ put exit in exit interview that man was on waiting to excel and is trying to burn everything on his way out he has gone crazy on some like tell all. This is how I really feel. Even to the point, I think even through Russ, through my man Bron and AD under the belt. You feel me? Hey, you know Bron and AD said Russ gonna be Russ. Russ said, ah, "There's no truth in that." So I mean, at this point, we know if you just said something about Bron like that, you're not coming back. Greg, you got the court balls in your hand. I know you wanted to get some stuff off your chest regarding Russell sends Mayor Westbrook. Westbrook. (laughs) 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 Yo, he, I I don't understand. I just meet me. The whole thing with Russ this year is he's been so blatantly bad in front of all of our eyes. I don't know how there are still Russ stands out there that feel the need to come to his defense as if like as if like there's something to actually defend no everyone you know people will commonly say you know it's not russ's fault this all happened this year went this way it's not his fault he's not the main problem okay no one's saying he is well i think what people are saying is the guy gets paid 40 plus million dollars a year and went out there and played like a guy who didn't belong in the nba for three-fourths of the season and i think that's a fair thing to say it's fair for people to hold him to that hold him to that 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 standard and people have critique of him when that's the kind of guy we're talking. We're talking about a guy who was a Hall of Famer, sure fire. And and what other Hall of Famer do you know gets away with that? Like gets away with being that bad on that contract and basically screwing a team over. And we're gonna blame you know Braun and blame you know Frank Vogel for him throwing balls off the side of the backboard all year long or throwing balls off the top of the backboard. He did that a couple times. It was clean shots, clean looks. Threw him straight to the top of the backboard near damn near the shot clock. You would think the shot clock is the square he's aiming for, not the, not the basket. That's how bad he was. There was I, I saw a report on Twitter the other day they, they, that they really thought that something was wrong with his eyes and his hands. He, they thought he had some kind of motor issue, and, and he was lacking motor skills, and that's why he played so bad. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about a guy who was that bad this year, and he's a guy that is beloved, has fans that he'll have forever because of the years he gave him in OKC and even last year with the Wizards, where really he played bad then too, but he had a bunch of triple doubles because he plays really hard. 
That's what we're talking about. Like, Russ has been bad for a long time. He's got to be on his fifth team in five years, in as many years. Yo, and you know, in real life, if you work for seven companies in seven years, you either are ass at your job or you're the greatest thing ever. <laughs> There's no in between, <laughs> you know? When it, when it comes to Russ, something that you just said, though, right? This has been Russ for a minute. It's been him. Not saying. Nah, hear me out. Not saying his play by any 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 figment of the imagination was justified and was not on him. Only thing I'm gonna throw out there though is just like we know this is Russ. This has been Russ. I know why, why, in any world did we want him in L.A. In what world did they think it would work? Even if Bron and AD really said Russ be Russ, Russ that we know from OKC. Let's talk about this. Okay. Russ that we know from OKC, right? Mm-hmm. Come on. Y'all Let's said that y'all said that in jest anyway. Mm-hmm. This is a Bron team. Mm-hmm. We know we're gonna point out, we're gonna point out the facts. Russ has never been a shooter. Russ has never been consistent regarding not turning the ball over the decision-making, and he's really built to be the person that has the ball in his hands 90% of the time. Let's talk about this. Russ, be Russ, mm-hmm. you have Brown on your team. There was no, there was never, never going to be a time where Russ would be Russ. Mm-hmm. And the thing where I agree with Greg, which is very sickening seeing, this man threw everybody under the bus and every reason out there talking about he feels he didn't get a fair shot. Well, I don't think that's what I'm saying. That's the thing that's 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 the thing that's scary. That's the thing that's scary. That's the thing that's scary. Hearing these, hearing what he said, and one of the things that where I've always been a stand of like, oh, he just plays hard. That's how he get his stats. When this man said, I don't know if y'all heard it, he said they asked him about how they basically how he felt about how he played this season, right? And he said he felt like he didn't play up to his standards because he doesn't care about what nobody else thinks, which we know obviously is false. Hey, it's not true, clearly. Westbrook. He plays only up to his standards, and by his standards, you know the last he mentioned he mentioned this. The last three, four years I averaged a triple double. So this year, me not having a triple double. So I'm like, I can't when people say that he's stat chasing and you say something like clearly that. Clearly he was. You feel me? I can't. I can't defend that no more. That's what you. That's what your standard is, because you didn't average a triple double. Not the wins, not the losses, not the championships, not the playoff runs. None of that stuff matters. Not making the winning play. It's about stats and accumulating as many stats as possible, so that way he can get as much money as he needs, as he wants, and and he can get the notoriety, the Hall of Fame bid, all that. It's always been about him. He's incredibly selfish, and he's a guy who surrounds himself with people who never tell him no. Who people who never say, yo, you're bugging. He doesn't have that around him. Not his brother, not his dad, not maybe not, maybe not even his, I don't know. The, your mom usually checks you and that kind of stuff. That's the reality. That's the way it usually works. I don't know if I can't say that, but it just seems that the guy is a very hard-headed individual, which he obviously is. I mean, most stars are, though. But no, 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 no. But this is this is different. This is I'm like his head made about, out of vibranium. It's a different type of hardhead. Like, it's, it's different. It's different. And, you know... It's so funny. He said that, you know, uh, him and Vogel had issues. He's like, I don't know what Vogel's problem was with me. 
Vogel was the only reason you didn't get benched was Vogel. Vogel seemed to hold out hope that this guy would figure it out late in the season like he did last year. Because like I said, last year he was horrible. Last year he was not good Vogel most was, of the year. Vogel was kind of, his hand was forcing that because it was reports at one point he wanted to bench But he should have. The, the comment, the basketball, the smart basketball mind. I agree. You benched that guy. That guy was horrible. I agree. He was a cancer to your team this the is whole what, year. This is what I'm saying though. That's the thing that he could be referencing, which, again, whatever, cool. You think Vogel wasn't rocking with you. Vogel, for the most part, was his biggest ally. The thing is, at to the point where Vogel's like, yo, we need to win some games. You're literally preventing me from winning games. The front office was like, nah, you can't, you can't bench him. This is where it's justified benching somebody who's making as much money. And you... Turn on the tape. Yeah, I know. Turn on the tape. Okay, there's a million reasons. I can show you. Well, we're done. (laughs) But when you look past those top three guys, this Lakers roster was awful. I would have rather played Malik at point guard and live with his mistakes than played Russell Westbrook. He was that bad. Yo, Miles, I came on this podcast a couple times and I told you I didn't think he was an NBA player anymore. That's how bad he was. I saw dude throw the ball off the top of the backboard numerous times. I there are there are. 13-year-olds, there are 12-year-olds, there are 10-year-olds I coach that will draw iron on every shot. <laughs> this, Russ was not doing that, bro. Wide open shots, just throwing them, yo, just sailing them junks. You would think someone in the crowd was holding the rim, and he was aiming at that instead. That's how bad he was. And it's not like I'm cracking jokes. Nah, he was really that bad. He, he did not turn it on and play at a respectable level till It didn't we, matter. Right after the, like, like, Halfway through the halfway behind the all-star break is when he kind of made that transition. It, really it like didn't matter. Three or four weeks Come season. on, son. It like, didn't matter. What are we talking about? It and if didn't he, matter. But here's what blows mind. If he had been Russ that he was last year and the year before that, all year long, the Lakers wouldn't it wouldn't have been as messy. I mean, they wouldn't have been very good, but it wouldn't have been as messy. They would have they would have been in the playing game at the least if he had been that guy. Don't and you know what's crazy? I, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm on my soapbox right now. I saw something going around on Twitter circulating that he had the the, the, the most amount of rebounds, most amount of assists, played the most he games. He was top three. Lakers, he was top, top three in every quarter. category, yeah. right? And people were like, how can this man be the guy you guys are calling bad? Yo. You can't just uh, look at those stats. But, Miles, but don't, like, think about this too. Don't talk to me about, about basketball who, if you're who, looking who, at stats by itself. Don't talk to me about it. In common sense, AD was out 60% of the year. You know he's not number one in rebounding or second in and rebounding Brian, with 80 Brian out. Like they they, they went in Gabriel all year. Like, bro, come on. Like, them stats is definitely skewed. AD that didn't was, play. That was definitely like a stat news post, probably. It was – I think it was like a Legion of Hoops or something. I saw it. Legion of Hoops. I saw, I saw it. They did, their job, they did their job of getting people – People riled up. People riled up. But, but this, they knew the Russ stands would take it and run with it. And, run, and, and they wouldn't – the game film didn't matter anymore because people don't actually watch basketball. Basketball fans don't watch basketball. If you watch basketball, you can't, you know, unequivocally tell me that that man was not a horrific, horrendous basketball player for most of the year. I don't think we do a good job enough as, well, general public, because those that actually know basketball, know sports, know that you can't just look at stats. No. You have to, it's a accumulation of stats in the film. Is is really like like that? Like you got to be able to have a nice balance of both. Like, yep. for example, I, I can't think of his name, but there's players they talk about in the draft that are wide receivers, and they're putting them lower on the on the draft board, but they didn't have a quarterback to throw to them. 
Remember this conversation when we talk about Daniel Jones, by the way. <laughs> just remember this conversation. I'll be, be trying to tell y'all the same thing. I'm just saying, just remember this conversation because you want to say this now when it's convenient. Oh, but then man, when I try to talk about Daniel Jones, all of a sudden the film don't matter. Now all, all y'all look at the stats. Oh, quick, get to your point before you start talking football. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just remember that. But I think that's what happens in pretty much and across the board, we do this as a people. We're going to get the information that back us up. People will, will find a stat or a clip to be like, Russ played good this year. It wasn't just on Russ. It's scary. It's like legit a concern, scary level of how he did not take accountability in his exit interview. This is third grade stuff. He it's, was a child. He was petulant. That's the word. He was petulant up there. He was a child up there talking and blaming, blaming everybody else. Went on a tour, blaming everybody in the organization besides himself. And saying that, oh, yeah, they said, oh, yeah, they said, let Russ be Russ. But we all know that wasn't true. What exactly? Who are you, Russ? Like, what, what exactly? Uh, like, who, who is Russell Westbrook? Who are, who are you? Are you Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrook? Because the Westbrook sounds a lot more accurate than Westbrook. It just does. Let's just be honest. The name is accurate. He's gonna come through that window. Yeah, he's gonna come through the window and jump through here and, and throw throw a, throw a basketball on my head. You think he's think he's shooting at the at the staples? The ball got here somehow. Like he's a it's a joke to me. Like give me a break, bro. Like I, I got kids on my AAU team right now that are more that take more accountability for their BS than he does. How is that even possible? Yo, it's like an arrogance, though. It's a, it is an arrogance. The fact that so arrogance. One of the things he said was like. I shouldn't every year have to keep proving myself. What? Yes, you should. When you haven't won a championship yet. You haven't made it. You made it to the finals when you had KD and Hart. Ever since then, you haven't made it past. I just find it funny, too, again, going back to which we're we're, we're going to touch on it. Just how this, to me, the Russ signing period just shows how much the Lakers organization is in shambles. And they're out of touch. Exactly. Because... You mentioned OKC, right? <laughs> Russ ain't never been cool being a number two guy. What did y'all think he was going to be cool being a number three guy? He ain't never been cool being a two guy with KD. The man wanted to be the, the number one. He thought he was better than KD. He thought he was better than KD. Of course. We we he saw did. that in 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 the in how he played, but that's my point. He, not, he wasn't okay being a number two. Why? Mitch Kupchak, Jeannie Buss, did y'all think? Rob Palenka, Russ would come to LA and be I, cool being a number three. I don't really want to hear the LeBron thing anymore about this, by the way, because as an organization, you have the op, the, the the duty to uh, to veto moves that you think are stupid. It, it, that's it, and you deal with the repercussions later. If LeBron's mad at you, LeBron is mad at you. Frankly. I don't think he'd have been that mad at you if you vetoed the Russell Westbrook move. I'm and sorry. And you got a DeMar DeRozan. And, and he's out there. Like, give me a break. There are other options. The Lakers have been messing up things up. And we've talked about this in the podcast before. I think like, I don't want to beat a dead horse. But yeah, I'm sorry to all my PETA folks. I mean, they, they're going crazy these days, booing themselves to floors and all that. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. So that might get us canceled. But, yeah, I, I, I've talked about this. I don't know. I, I Like, the guy... The, the, these guys have been making terrible decisions in that front office for as long as I can remember. From not re-signing JaVale McGee, it started right there. That mm-hmm. was the first bad move. The Lakers won a championship because they were great with their interior defense, getting the most blocks in the league. That was a strength in their defense. LeBron was not playing great individual defense at that point. Didn't matter because by the time you beat LeBron or you beat 
whoever, uh, KCP. You funnel it right to them. You funnel it right to AD, who has a 7-5 wingspan, right to JaVale McGee, who is an incredible athlete. Let's just be honest, right? He earned himself so much money and won championships with his with his, with his defense in front of in front of the rim, his rim protection. And you let that guy walk. The strength of your team, the strength of your defense, you let it walk, and then you go get a fat, slow Mark Gasol. And from the minute that happened, everything went downhill for the Lakers. So I don't want to hear about right. LeBron art being the architect of this roster. Give me a break. LeBron has input. Yes, LeBron has input everywhere he goes. But at the end of the day, your GM makes the right decisions for the organization. LeBron has been told no before. Yes, he has. He's been told no in Cleveland before. Okay? In Cleveland, there was a clear blueprint. Surround Brown with shooters who are healthy and can be available. Period. And usually, that's a, that's a, a success a recipe for success to get you to the finals. The Lakers have strayed away from that completely and surrounded him with guys who can't shoot, guys who are old, guys who are slow, guys AD can't stay healthy. They knew the risk when they signed him. That's a risk. Yep. You, that's I still go back and say that's a risk you take because is that talented and you did win a championship. Fine, but but and, and I know Antonio feels differently because because people want to talk about the the, the the bubble championship, whatever. That, uh, I'm just saying something I saw on Twitter too, which I completely agree with. At one point, we was talking. We had not maybe anybody on this show, but at one point, there was the Kendrick Perkins of the world. There was people in NBA Twitter that had the nerve to put Anthony Davis' name. In the same sentence with Tim Duncan. That year where he that year that the one year that AD did have the where he was healthy and he played for the Lakers and they won a championship, it was an historically good year for a power forward. I'm, I'm saying know. before before he came to LA though. Oh well yeah, people was having that was. conversation. It's the, it's, Timmy, yeah. Timmy, 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 Timmy. Timmy. Greatness because he was consistent over a long period of time. Play and the stats, mm. but he wasn't winning in New Orleans. Yeah. That was the whole reason he, he also wasn't, wasn't healthy. Yeah. My my great great grandfather could go play and drop eighty five on losing teams like it don't matter like Greg talks about it all the time. Greg talks about it all the time, right? My great great grandfather, yeah, because at that time it would have been people <laughs> laying laying pipe. It would have been car mechanics like when Michael Jordan was playing car mechanics. <laughs> they would have been laying pipe back then. So the thing is, Greg says all the time though. I mean, of course, if you drop 80, 80 is 80 points is 80 points. But on losing teams and in losing efforts, yeah, it's, it's not the same. Don't hold the same weight. Like you, yeah, don't hold the same weight. These stats, that's the thing all people re- think they really not realize. Stats are weighted differently. It's levels to it. 35, 35 on a 17-win team is different than somebody's dropping 25 on a 62-win team. It's much harder to play winning basketball than to play losing basketball. That's the thing. It's harder. It's, and and it, I guess only a hooper would understand that. Or someone who hoops, or, or someone who's been around the game and understands it. But or like, it's actually very, studies the game. Yeah, but it's very difficult to play winning basketball. It's not easy to get to get someone to break bad habits. I can have anyone go score a lot of points. I can go to. I can go. You know, and even playing pickup, it's applicable to the average person. You don't have to be mm-hmm. a genius to realize this. Go play pickup. Take every shot you want. And go 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 crazy. Go score a bunch of points. You're gonna lose by ten points or whatever it is, whatever the scoring metric system is in your men's league. Go 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 shoot as much as you want. You're gonna have you're gonna have great numbers. You're gonna average thirty, but you're losing by thirty every game. That's very possible. But when you play basketball the right way and make the right play, that's much more difficult. That's much more difficult than than anything else. And that's why it's so funny. That's why I wasn't here for Tyler Hero slander. I never was because what he did on that winning team, like putting up thirty balls and winning, that's hard to do. That's hard to do. That is not easy to win and impact the game winning-wise, make the right plays, make the right decisions. There's a lot of reads you got to make in a game. So, yeah, 
the Tim Duncan comparison was always stupid. And actually, to, the, to make us full circle, like I tend to do, we t- greatness is something that is proven over and over again. Russ said, why do I have to prove myself every year? That's what the great ones do. LeBron still does it. LeBron went and averaged 30 points in, in, year, in year 37. That's what the greatness great, is. The great you ones. Over and over again. The great ones find reasons. Yeah. You, you feel find, me? Yeah. Because at this point. Wash in, King. What do you think Wash King is? At this it's, point. It's internal motivation, Wash King. Exactly. Because at this point, if we like, be honest, at this point, what does Bron have what left to prove? What do you have to do? And if Bron still is finding stuff to be like, yo, let me go prove this. Russ, come on. You're not above it, Russell. Well, clearly, he's not thinking about a championship. It never mattered. Yeah, it didn't really matter. It's never mattered. He's, he's, he's winning at life. Can I say this, though? He's winning at he's life. He's a champion in life. Yes. Yeah. Can we have – I need to have Nal Godfrey in the podcast because I know he knows basketball, but he on some dumb dumb stuff right now on Twitter talking about going to bat for Russell Westbrook. Hey, what nah. is that about? Hey, I nah. need to have Nal Godfrey in the podcast where he, right here with us three, and I need to, to explain to me what is going through his mind. I don't get it. Hey, nah, we'll pull up to you. We'll pull up to the studio. Not pull up to him. He's in L.A. or something. You're not pulling up to L.A. I'm talking about when he get back here. <laughs> Obviously, we we don't got no travel budget yet. Yeah. I'm just talking about when he in Jersey. <laughs> we ain't on that level yet. We flying out, getting flued out to do episodes. We, we ain't on that level yet. But whenever you back in town, we, we could do it in person, pull up to the stew, wherever you want to do it. Because I like to hear that conversation, too. Let me tell you. Let me ask you what y'all think about this. Shout out to Dave. David Thompson, my boy from high school, he said, Russ, especially if he comes back to the Lakers next year, right? If he comes back, he said, he should go and study Bruce Brown tape and then He's right. play that way. If, I agree. Because mm-hmm. if Russ played like Bruce Brown plays for the Nets, hit a three here and there, Cut, floaters, layups, slash. Good passes. The Lakers, if he did that this season, even with an AD going up and down. They would have been in the playoffs. They're they're not even in the play-in. That's a top six team right there. it is. Top six team right there. Yeah. But but we have to remember, Russ is not basketball smart. Russ is not a smart basketball player, guys. Russ is not a smart. He's never played winning basketball in his career. It's never been a thing. Russ, is, uh, Russ won games in the regular season because he played harder than anyone in NBA history. Russ has been is, is a better motor than anybody I've ever seen. And that won him games. And, and you combine it with the talent he has. He has natural talent. Right? I'm not going to sit here and disrespect the man. He's natural talent. He's gifted. And he, he played harder. But he's never been cerebral. That's never been it. Bruce is an incredibly cerebral player. Bruce reads help. Bruce knows when help is coming. Bruce knows when Bruce, to drop the ball off to, the, to get to the lob guy. He knows to get in the middle of the floor. Not only that. Reed, he's smart. Bro. Bruce has the desire to actually win. Yeah, it's about winning for him. You feel me? Like, he decided to make that sacrifice. Right, saved him from Detroit. Yeah. That would have been a good piece for them, too. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, come on. Because he was in Detroit. Detroit or Brooklyn. It was tough times from Detroit. Trade, huh? It was a trade. I know. I'm saying, we say, you know, it was it was the best thing for him, coming to coming to play with us. Facts. Come win a championship. We're, we're, like, with this happening, and obviously – Vogel, you fit that one in, yeah, you know, of course he does. It's gonna be one of the but okay, of course. So, Vogel, uh, is out of, <laughs> is out of there, and we was having this discussion too. Like, where do they go from here? Because the goal is they saying Palinka came out, they want to coach before the draft. If I'm a coach, I'm not 
signing on till I see what we doing with this roster. Is Russ gone? Russ will be gone, guys. But I'm saying it needs to happen before I sign on. Oh, before you don't don't talk about the players. Yeah, you're gonna lose it. Who cares? If, as a coach coming yes. on board, that's not my that's not my issue in the, in the, in the me. I have LeBron James on my roster, so I can't worry about twenty thirty. My thing is, I'm I think this is the most undesirable job in the league outside of probably Sacramento because they're just a terribly ran organization. I think this is the worst job in the league because if I'm signing on rusting, and second thing I need to know, are y'all going to let me coach? Do not. Do not, y'all got me messed up and drunk. If you think Kurt Rambis is going to be in my coaching meetings, like this is stuff that they was going on. Kurt Rambis was going to Frank Vogel's coaching meetings. <laughs> and only that could pull off with a Frank Vogel. They mentioned it in the after interview. Oh, Frank, it was nothing really wrong with Frank. We just want to, you know, let Frank be great somewhere else. We want to have a candidate that comes in that has a strong voice. Everything they said is telling us, Okay, so Frank can have a strong voice. Okay, the rumors of players texting on the side. They was texting during games. Like, this is obviously factual. They castrated Frank. They, of chopped, they chopped it right off. But my thing is. That's what they did. What coach is coming into that? No, it's a bad situation. You see what I mean? Like, it's no coaches leaving. But it's name, no- Nick Nurse's name is going out there. Nick, If I'm Nick Nurse in any right mind, and I know Greg said money, but any right mind, we bought, we bought the beat Philly. I'm not. I'm going in for that headache. We're going to talk about how they go beat beat Philly, by the way, and why they're going to beat Philly. Stay tuned for that conversation. Uh, it's a, it's about one very obese man. It's a very <laughs> nice tale. I don't see where they go. There's no even no options. Shoot, Jawan Howard even came out. Nah, I'm good. I'm I'm staying in Michigan. I'm a coach Michigan. Nobody want to come near. It's an ownership problem. It's an ownership problem, right? Get all the these, buses out. But you notice that all these blue blood teams in pro sports have this problem. The Giants had it. Had it, you know, yeah, like hopefully it's past him. I think so. We, we we got some real competent people in the building now. I don't really worry about that anymore. It's a top, top Are you gonna the let past. them be competent though? That's the I think so. But I mean, the Lakers, you even saw it was Phil Jackson was there, they were trying to do stuff like yeah, they won, they were winning at the time. It's fine. The Lakers, the, the Lakers had 30 years of uh, 30 un, un, uninterrupted years of having a, a superstar in their roster from Shaq to Kobe and a couple down years to LeBron. They've been blessed in that regard because they're, they're L.A. Mm-hmm. And it be the, the staying power of being in L.A. has been, it's been the ultimate deodorant to how bad those guys in the front office has been for so long. The problem is now your superstar is aging. And the other superstar you got is aging. Is, well, well, he's just hurt all the goddamn time. His body is yeah, aging. So, so now it's like you don't have – it's like, you, like what's, the, what's the saving grace? What's going to save you? You have to build a competent roster. But you guys haven't been able to do that for God knows how long. So and and Palenka's job is safe. This is this is a family Somehow. run business because it's a family run business. She's taking care of family. That was Kobe's man's. Kobe died. It gutted everybody. I'm keeping I'm keeping Palenka on board because for sentimental reasons we got to have him in the building because he's tied to Kobe. He's tied to the most important liquor of all time. So we're gonna keep him. And and she makes decisions like that. And that's why they are where they are. But as far as where they go with the coaching uh, hire next, look. If someone wants the job, like a Mark Jackson, I would I would strongly consider it. If Nick Nurse would consider it for an, uh, a big bag, I'll throw the bag at him. But you said, like you said before, you got to trade for Nick Nurse because mm-hmm. in the contract. So that's a little sticky because you need to use all your assets to get rid of Russell Westbrook. A brick. It's not worth it, it, though, to take the job. 
That's what I'm saying. I don't uh, even know where they go from it. this. Yeah, because they're they're almost one year away from blowing this whole thing up. They gotta be somebody that's desperate. Ron could choose to somewhere leave. else. Yeah, he might leave. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta it's, stuck with AD. It's yeah. a such a if if I'm desperate enough to try to get back into the league or just get my first start, I'll mess around with like give me a one year. And let me see what Bron does after this. If Bron comes back, re-up me. But this is literally, if I'm, for example, Mark Jackson. Mark wants the job. If I'm Mark Jackson, right? He wants the job. He wants a job. He wants a job. But he wants the job. My point being, I go into it just to be back in the league. Mark Jackson, I think we all would say, is a good coach. He actually started what became the Warriors dynasty. You yeah, go it's there. It's a win-win situation. You could coach for them. If he gets fired, ESPN will definitely take him. Take back, him right so. back. So, so that's you, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. take a one year. Don't don't get yourself stuck in there, especially with the the prospect of you not knowing Bron coming back. You do a one year, do the best you could do, and then see what happens next year. Because you don't want to be in a position of Frank, even though it'd be guaranteed money. When I'm gonna sign a three year contract for Bron, might be leaving next year, and y'all gonna fire me anyway once Bron leaves. I mean, you still get paid even if you get. Oh fired. yeah, of course. I'm That's saying it's a waste of time. Term deal, just in case you know they get scapegoated, like Frank. Well, we knew that was coming anyway. When he got a one, when he got a one year deal this year, we knew unless you win a championship, Frank wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. Frank, Frank had to know that, bro. Like you know what type of time. Well, as soon as he signed the one year, every radio station was like, "Yeah, Frank's out. Frank's gone." <laughs> no, I mean the bubble championship. Everything fell in place for them. So no, stop saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that. It fell into place. Stop saying that because yeah, you're then, saying bubble championship. Just been up and down. Why are you saying bubble championship? Why are you putting an asterisk next to it? Like, like it wasn't the hardest championship we've seen. Hold on, as if you don't put an asterisk next to the, the Bucks winning last year. Oh, if, if KD didn't have foot. a size 17. <laughs> that, it's not even about, it's not even about KD. Them. You know what's so funny? Y'all make a joke about KD. We <laughs> lost that series because Giannis took Kyrie out on purpose. We were in control of that series. The Bucks can't hang with us. Watch. You know what? Don't look at off topic. Don't put an ass championship in 2020, and they did it under incredibly difficult situa- uh, situations while Pandemic P was in, was in his room having mental health issues. So what? Is the, it a... The, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. Sure, sure, sure. While he was in his room... While he was in his room... No. While he was in his room having mental health issues... Uh, uh, LeBron and them were focused on the task at hand. He put air quotes around mental health because he's not because yo, Pete Lyon, bro. Yo, Paul, yo. Jo- Paul George, bro. Paul George was Paul George was scary. I do not co sign the air quotes on that, <laughs> bro. Yo, you know how many people said it was mental health issues they were having during that time? I, I look, first of all, I believe that there's, there's truth to that. There's a, layer, there's a layer of truth. I'm not saying Paul George is lying, I'm joking, but. but but yeah, but, but but it's very convenient for you to say that after playing like trash and losing a series you shouldn't have lost, you know. And there's a lot of guys that did that. Okay, so I don't want to hear it. Everybody was dealing with the same circumstances. Some guys handled it handled it better than others, and that was the Lakers. And the Lakers did it under extremely difficult circumstances. Hell, Kyrie didn't even want to be there. Kyrie chose to be a freedom fighter for half the time. He was at Western Arch High playing pickup football, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's an incredibly difficult situation. LeBron locked in. Those boys locked in and got a job done that no one – and under circumstances under circumstances that no one's ever done it under. So that is not – if it's anything, it's an asterisk in the other way. Like, it's a, a more impressive championship. 
Give me a break. LeBron got two chips that count for four. So no fans. They were pumping crowd noise in there. That so doesn't sound. So everybody had the same advantage. Everyone had the same advantage. All right. Some teams didn't even make it to the bubble. Some teams didn't even get there. <laughs> What's happened since then? We haven't seen. What? We haven't seen anything from this team. From what, the Lakers? Yeah. But yeah, because I I just explained it so eloquently early on the show. They went and signed Marcus All, got rid of JaVale McGee. They started to do stupid stuff with the roster construction, and here we are. That is what it is concerning the Lakers. It's more than likely ain't no championship coming there anytime soon, and Bron is out. That's really boils down. Mark Jackson gets the job. Hopefully, he does well. He's just the person that makes the most sense. Now we talk about it. I mean, he's the only person that's really an option. I don't really know what else you're gonna do. There's no other names that come up that has that type of cachet and players that will respect. And LeBron already said it. LeBron put it out there. I mean, that's gonna happen. Who, who you gonna get? Who's out there? Phil, Phil Jackson's still alive. That's not even the move. Anywho, uh, so the East <laughs> on the, the East in the playoffs. I'm, I'm not talking about Phil. Phil lost a step when he went to New York doing that nonsense over there in yeah, the Knicks. Phil, Phil not allowed in New York now. First round, we got Miami. Obviously, to Frank Ilikina. <laughs> and then got fired a week later. Right, he cursed y'all, Frank Ilikina. Four years of that. All right, what were you saying? Miami. Four years of Frank Ilikina. <laughs> Do they call him the French Prince? Miami, <laughs> possibly <laughs> matching up with. So they're either gonna get matched up with oh my God. the Hawks, who just won, or the Cavs. Any of these teams, a good matchup to give Miami a problem. Where we see in Miami, definitely. Miami's the luckiest team in NBA history. Yeah, they they dodged face. us and they go face these guys. Oh my God. Look how lucky they are. What's your prediction? Sweet first round. Yeah, sweet, sweet no matter no matter no matter what it is. Sweet for gentlemen, sweet. If it's if it's, it's, four, it's, it's Atlanta, four right? one if Atlanta makes it. It's a sweep. If it's Atlanta. It's five. Atlanta or Cleveland. Cleveland's getting swept. Yeah. Cleveland's getting swept. Maybe. I think I think, I think watching it's still a game, bro. I think it's I think watching the play in game. I think the watching the play in game, right? That showed me you might bring Colin Sexton back. Why? Why was that the really? That was the answer in that game. They needed more buckets. DG was doing his thing. Oh, bring him back next year. Yeah, for said, more buckets. He was one saying he needed a new home, a new location. But I'm saying, watching last night, DG ain't really getting no help. Karis LeVert, and this has been his career the whole time. Karis LeVert banged up, banged up but is is at any point he might get you 25. And then the next game, it might be 16, 17. So that's the thing. And I'm like, if you have another scoring option, it might make it easier because they went to the game, Brooklyn, y'all went to the game. Y'all knew it was DG was going to get his his thing. He's been getting specifically playing against the Nets. He's been getting his buckets all season. It was stopped to other people, the Karis Leverts. And Karis Levert struggled. And you know, they don't, Josh O'Curl, go, go shoot that three, please. Y'all was literally turning around, walking to the other side where everybody else was shooting. So, if there was another score there, it might have made. Like, yeah, it gives DG some help. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I'll, I'll say this about Cleveland. I, I, I tell you this about. I actually said this about Cleveland. I'm, I'll say this about the the Grizzlies and all these teams that are surprise good teams. The regular season is just different. Like, it, it, it's not a good barometer of what's going to happen in the playoffs when these teams that are led by superstars, all time great players, lock in 
and get in playoff mode, there is such a thing. And when you do that and you're, you're focused on your keys defensively, like the way the Nets were, and let's say look at the same defensive team last night. I told you all that well, off air. It, it changes. The level of intensity changes. When you're a young team, they can take advantage of that. So, yeah, Miami will get any any of those two teams out of there. Trey Young is a superstar. Bonafide, he, he can win you a game in a series. That's what I'm saying. I think Trey could get you, Trey get yeah. you one. Trey win you a game. In Atlanta, he'll get, he'll get one. Or Miami, knowing them being up and down. I can see I can see a situation Hawks win game one and then Miami locks back in. Pat Riley comes in the locker room like, hey, heat culture. Or Udonis Haslam punches Jimmy Butler in the face, whatever happens first. And they'll get they'll be out of that first round. You already mentioned Celtics Nets. What's the prediction on this one? What's the who in this series, right? What do you think is the X factor, the biggest matchup? Uh you could say Ben Simmons. Yeah, I don't even think we need him in the series. I mean, I think you do. I think you do too. I think you do defensively. Oh, so, so the Nets, so the Nets, as currently constructed, we're only going to win one. Weren't even going to win a series, to y'all. We're going to win a playoff series without Ben. That's I didn't say they weren't going to win a series, but, we but need, y'all... you said we need him. No, I'm yeah. saying, but who's going to be Tatum? Did that? That was a problem last year. Brown. Tatum, Tatum won him a game last year, and he got fifty against us last year. He's gonna do that regardless. Of, he's gonna do that. He's gonna do that. That's Tatum is Tatum. They're way better. They're way better defensively too. Yeah. Okay. In the regular yeah, season, let's see. Let's and back. okay, but in the regular season, I, I I'm telling y'all, let's see it in the playoffs. Okay. It is a different animal because because you got to remember, they look great defensively in the regular season when other teams aren't playing great defense on the, on the other side. You're getting stops. They're not getting stops. What about when they're getting stops too? I don't think y'all. Built like that, where y'all just gonna be. We don't do. It. We up. can't get stops against against the Celtics, really. Because last year, we y'all had, defense. This team is the same team it was last year, by the way. Y'all defense, the, like just the same makeup. I don't think y'all defense. Okay. Is that's disrespected, crazy. Put we are, we, are, we already put something up on this. We already put something that you bet on this. You you said the Celtics in six. That's just yeah. you being a Knicks fan. That's a stupid ass bet. <laughs> so you're saying the Nets in Nets in six tops. He want to say something lower than that. I know he do. I, 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 I think that's going to win in five. Last year, we, last year we won in five. Last year we won in five. But with Ben coming back to the series and us trying to adjust, they might still know the game. So I would say I would say Nets in six. But I I, I don't know. I'm not losing any sleep in this series. I think they get out get out of that round. But get out. What's the what you what's your prediction? I'm saying Nets win. Nets what though? And what? Get the in what? Nets in six. I'm saying this though. <laughs> Seven, you're crazy. We're going seven with these guys, really. So, are who are they better than in the East? So, are they, are they better than? Are they? But are they better than? Injuries have. Give me a yeah. What you see? Hating ass. He's a hate. He's a hate. Yeah, you I'm are. Yeah, you saying. are. Yeah, you are. Because what about you're over here? It's the same question. Over here everybody. Giannis was a, a villain. Last are the Celtics? Can I ask you guys a question? Are the Celtics better than the Sixers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Are the Celtics better than the Toronto? Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Are the Celtics better than the Bucks? Are you saying you beat no. all these teams? Is that what you're gonna say? I mean, we, I think if we see the Sixers in the series, which I pray to God for, we would beat them in five games tops. Yeah, because I don't think y'all they're not escaping Toronto. Is what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm saying based off the, the Bulls, we beat the, the Bulls, and and and, and it'd be based off the bracket is one eight up top. I understand that two seven. I don't think we can. I don't think we can possibly see them. Unless it was the That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. Like yeah. next next year, because they not they they're out of here. They out of here. Philly, Toronto. This is where it bites them big time. You traded Ben Simmons away because we got Thibault right there. He's going to play lock up D. Thibault's not going to be there for at least three games a series. 
It should have been Simmons because he didn't want to be there anymore. Because I, there was no trade off where it's fair. Where but that's, what, that's what I'm saying. And thigh bull. Any, saying, anybody named Thigh Bull is being your being I'm your saying a this is thigh this bull. is what kind of name is that the reason why I traded him because y'all feel Thigh Bull. What, what what even is a Thigh Bull? Uh, anywho, y'all um, <laughs> what is that? Y'all feel like y'all had somewhat. The closest thing of the defensive stopper for y'all because we know Danny Green is at the back end of his career. Danny Green is trash. You trash. not having you not having Thaipu when they go to uh Toronto. I can see Toronto winning every home game. Toronto's gonna get him out of here. Man, Toronto's no joke. Who's they gonna strap James? Let's talk about James Harden because James Harden's the reason why they're gonna lose this series. It's not gonna be my no tie bull. It's gonna be about James Harden, Nick Nurse, James, bro. I think it's out going coach uh, Doc Rivers too. Oh, he will out coach Doc Rivers, but these days that ain't hard to do. The point is that James is gonna play like trash. I'm watching James. I'm watching this series to watch James Harden. What are you gonna do in this moment? Because this is about you. It's not about Embiid. It's not about Embiid. It's not about Doc. It's not about Thigh Bull or whatever Bull. It's about you. That's what it's about. <laughs> it's about James I Harden. Think I agree. If we had to put percentages, James is big up there, but you can't forget Embiid in regards of he needs to be watched through and see how he performs in the playoffs because between both of them. They both have the struggles. The they struggles. both have playoff struggles. Yes. Of course, Harden is so, hard, higher but, on the but, list. But but who we care? But this this the, with the narrative of the season and everything that has happened this year. Him forcing his way out of Brooklyn, eating raisin canes to get up out of here. It's about Harden. We have to watch Harden closely because Scotty Barnes gonna be on that ass. Scotty Barnes is like Scottie that. Scotty Barnes gonna be. Scotty Barnes and, and, and is pa- like Pascal that. Siakam, OG Ananobi. You see, they, yeah, they got a they nice. They got a nice presses of Chua coming off the bench. They're going. They're long. They're, they're they're lengthy as a team. They're gonna be a problem. And, and James is slow and fat. That's why Fred. Fred exactly. That's why I think too. You got to put Embiid in this conversation because Embiid should average thirty five this series. The Raptors have a great. They they literally will put a lineup with Fred Van Vliet of everybody six eight. They're actually a better perimeter defensive team than they are interior. So I that's think, my point. That's what I'm saying. I think if that, Embiid but, doesn't go but, yo, wait. crazy. The secret thing about Embiid is Embiid is, is as big as he is and as powerful he is, he actually doesn't take enough shots at the baskets as he should. He lets it, my, if he falls in love with that jump shot, the, he falls in love with the finesse. This is my that, point. This is a series they're going to lose series. because – watch. Not, yes, but I don't want to talk about Embiid. Embiid. I don't talk about James Harden. <laughs> I'm saying this is this is the series where Embiid needs to channel that shack where it's just like nobody – there's nobody on Toronto. <laughs> That is really going to be able to do anything with Embiid. Yeah. This man should average thirty. This should be a, a Shaq esque type stat line. It he's should be. That, he's not that guy. I know, but this is my point. If he does not do that, well, who are you I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Embiid after the series. I know you're going to talk about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Embiid. You're gonna talk Harden. I'm saying Embiid. The whole thing about the narrative and being MVP and. It's not that the voters don't like you or anybody hates you. You, as good as he is and the stats he's putting up, could even be more dominant if, as you alluded, give me the ball in the paint and nobody. Yeah, but you got actually be putting up shots at close range and try to I dominate am. at the rim, and he's that's not his game. He's that's actually secretly point. a very finesse guy. He's you know, so but but what does this mean for Harden's career if they get bounced in the first round? 
what does this mean for James Harden? What, how do we look at James Harden if he loses his series in the first round? How, what is, how is he viewed? We'll see him in L.A. What? I can see that. He leaving. They lose in the first round. The thing that we don't talk about. But that's not even the question. <laughs> the, thing, the thing we don't talk about. The thing we don't talk about. That's not even the question. With uh, Harden enough either. Tim and Russ are the same. In regards of Thank not taking you. accountability, I was waiting for someone to finally say that. In I, regards I of not taking week. accountability, I was waiting for someone. I was thinking the same thing, bro. He is a lot more like Russ than people think he is. He is a lot. Oh, more, he's gosh. more skilled than Russ and all that. Great, and his peak is much better than Russ's peak. James is a better player all time than Russ, Russell, Russell is. Yes, but James Harden is a lot like Westbrook in a lot of ways. You remember how he was talking when he got to Philly? You it, don't was, play- it was everybody in the Nets organization but him. Yeah. Even the reports coming out where Katie, the the rift that they have is Katie was like, I know you didn't show up to camp out of shape again. And the reports was He felt he felt like Katie was being self-righteous. Self-righteous. I thought he was going for a championship. Why that would be a time for you to be at your tip top ultimate shape. We're going for a championship. And I could see where Katie could be like, bro, what's we don't have time this year for you to rev it up, especially KD already knew him and Kyrie like this. He knew from the summertime, hey, Kai not get he not getting this vaccine. I'm gonna need you, Harden, to be on point. And you show up to camp out of shape. But that's why I didn't want to hear the nonsense after the trade, where it was like all these people were coming out and saying, "Oh, well, Harden never won a championship, so he feels like there's that pressure on him to go in a championship." That move to Philly was not about winning. We know that. Unpopular opinion, I don't know, but he was not. It was not about winning a championship for James Harden. That is not why he left. Same he left thing he, with Russell. He left to go be with his enabler. Daryl Morey will let that man do whatever he wants, and he knew that. And people in the Brooklyn Nets organization were trying to hold James, James Harden accountable for being a fat, and and he didn't like it. And he didn't like it, so he's like, oh, no, I'm going to go back with my boy Daryl because Daryl loves me for who I am. He loves me. He loves me with all my weight. You know, remember that episode of Mario from Kids when Jay came home fat? And Michael was like, damn, like, this, this ain't it. But I, you know, but I love you anyways. But damn, you got to lose this weight because yeah. I don't actually love you. But but it's like it's like the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. He wanted to go back to his enabler. Daryl Morey is, is his enabler. They enable each other because Daryl Morey gets away with a lot of nonsense, too, on how he, Bruh, on how he, he runs bounced, his teams. If he gets bounced in round one. Daryl Moy closed his job within a year. That James Harden was the plan. He was everything for Philly. He was supposed to be the guy that led us to a championship. As soon as he left the Philly, that was he left the Philly on a Tuesday on Wednesday. He was talking about James Harden to Philly. And they were also talking about a championship. They're talking about legacy. They were talking about all these things. They're talking spicy. There was a billboard of him when you got there. Meek Mill there. I agree with Shaq too. It was like when people were talking about that's Kobe and stop. And be in heart. Like, give me a stop break. it. No one Bucks, even do we see? We already know Bucks getting out that round. Do we see the Rosen possibly the Rosen and the Levine combination possibly able to get one game out of that series? Yes, because the Bucks are a little overrated. Yeah, I think Bucks sweep. I think the, I think I think the Bulls win one game. I think the Bucks sweep. I think the Bills win one game, one possibly game. two. The Demar Demar the way he's playing this year will win you a game. I think the Bucks sweep. And I think well, he's not really he's not right. That's, that's what I'm saying. Right. I think the Bucks sweep, and I think the biggest thing that messed up the Bulls this season, 
as Lonzo being out. Lonzo would have been the X factor. If Lonzo was healthy and they was able to play D how they was playing at the beginning of the season with Lonzo, Caruso, I think they're in a different situation with how the team is constructed now. Vooch don't play no D. I mean, DeRozan, Levine don't play lockup D really. And Levine isn't healthy. I think tomorrow. Bucks and four. I think tomorrow when your game, Chicago and the Rockets, like the crowd going crazy. They haven't been in the playoffs in a while. Tomorrow when you one game, one game in that in that series. I think one, but it could be a sweep. I mean, I, I could be easily be wrong. I just think that they'll win. I, I just think the Bucks will fold up because the Bucks have this thing they do where Drew Hard, Drew Holiday comes out and Chris Middleton comes out and they shoot like crap. They did a couple times against the Nets and the Nets whooped and spanked them last year in that series. They will. They I, and, and and you know it's crazy. Like go back and watch the tape. Y'all think I'm lying? Like I'm really not scared of that Bucks team, bro. I'm not scared of that Bucks team. I can't wait to match up. I can't wait either. I can't. It's inevitable, by the way. We might have Boston. I can't wait to crush your dreams. This is the greatest thing. Brooklyn's gonna be like this is like MLK Day, like every day beating the beating up on Boston. Y'all don't deserve anything nice. Yeah, Boston fans deserve nothing nice. Y'all don't stand for anything right. Please, even though even though the logo seems kind of racist, I don't know why. Four leaf clover. What was that? Uh, in the West, we got Phoenix. Possibly, they'll be playing either the Clippers, Pelicans, or the Spurs. Right now, currently, we got Pelicans is up by eleven. I think we all believe Pelicans are going to win. So, Clippers or Pelicans against Phoenix. If you Phoenix, which one of these teams you want? I say Clippers. Doesn't matter. I feel like they're going to beat either team. I wouldn't want to see the Falcons actually. If I'm them. I want the. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want I the Clippers. <laughs> I feel the Clippers. For the Clippers, that's four zero sweet. Falcons might take a couple Pelicans games. From that's what I'm saying. CJ has twenty seven in the first half as you speak. By the way, that's my point. I think they'll still beat Pelicans. They but would, but they it's going to be a hard fought. They're going to earn CJ, them. CJ going to. CJ's going to need tonight. CJ going for old time's sake. <laughs> CJ going to go wild. B.I. get healthy. Zion come back? If Zion come back, he get crazy. He ain't not coming back. If Zion come back. Yo. That series could be a little interesting. Yo. They won't win it, but it'll be interesting. Oh, my God. Can Clippers. you imagine they bounce them, bro? Oh, that'd be so great. Clippers. Grizzlies. They match it up with the T-Wolves. Now, they split the season series 2-2. And John Moran only averaged 20 points against them. And D'Lo averaged like 30 against them all year. D'Lo was busting there behind. D'Lo likes the matchup. He likes to go at Ja. Dude, I told y'all Grizzlies are overrated. Don't be surprised this series goes seven. That's all I'm going to say. I told y'all Gri- the, series, the Grizzlies overrated. Do you still think they can get out, though? 50-50 split. I don't know. Ant, Ant-Man is crazy. He, he They're so young. Ant doesn't really understand the moment. He's going to go at them and play great basketball. I just feel like that he's going to be great. They don't need Cat to be great. It's Ant's team. It's not Cat's team. The Timberwolves are, do not belong to Cat. They belong to Anthony Edwards. But they I, do need him to be great. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think, be, I think I he's the X factor. Good. I think he's the X factor, though. Which is crazy. Because superstars never X factors. X factors go to, go to role is players. Superstar, Star players are never X factors. You don't, dudes who date Jordan Woods are, not, are never X factors. Those guys are the guys, they're, they're, the, they're the factor. They're the guy. 2018 playoffs, the last time he was there. First three games of that series, he doesn't score double digits. And I think two out of those three games, he had double-digit rebounds. I think he's an X-Factor. He's going to need to show up. And at least, if anything, because last night, his shot wasn't on. But you got to go give me 15, 16 boards, something. He didn't hit double-digit in rebounds. Like, you got to still be able to. 
impact. He falls in love with the junkie. You gotta still be AD, but you gotta be able to impact the game. Other because on that other side, they big. Who Jaren? No, no, not even Jaren. I'm talking about Steven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven gonna get you 14, 15 boards, Mm -hmm. one or two blocks. You cat better be ready because he not. And Steven gonna lock him up too. Steven gonna make his if he get twenty, it's gonna be the hardest twenty of his life. You know what the X Factor in the series is now? I think about it. Nas Reed. Nas Reed pull it'll pull all the bigs out to three point line, make up the guard out there. He's a really good three point shooter. He's a much better player than I think he gets credit for being. And he and he's a jersey dude, which I love. Shout out to Nas Reed. Nas I Reed agree. Is, is but that tells you that tells you about Cat. That your backup is the like X Factor. He's only gonna play maybe like fifteen. Well, last night he did. He played big minutes. And he made well, big. Well, Cat found out like the beginning of the fourth. He might start fouling out again. We ain't know what type of time he's gonna be on, honestly. But regardless, I think this is a series that the Timberwolves can actually win. I've always said the the Grizzlies are overrated. I love John Morant, but I don't trust that team. You ask me to trust Desmond Bain in big moments. You ask me to trust uh, 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 Zaire Williams. He plays big minutes for them. He's a kid. He's a child. He's a high school student. He's Bronny's age. Again, give me some more experience. I got Pat Bevan in the team. I, I like the Timberwolves to make this a real, real good series. Seven games. I say 4-1. Damn. You believe 4-1 in the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, right? He believe in the Grizzlies, don't believe in the Nets. Ain't that funny how it works? I don't know if you can trust this source, guys. Trust this source. This is, this is a questionable source. I say, I say, <laughs> I say Grizzlies 4-2 because I don't believe – and cat stepping up, cat's not gonna step up. I don't think so. And that's but gonna I think put D'Lo, D'Lo, and, and Ant D'Lo Man. And I had to watch last night, bro. D'Lo and Ant Man's gonna step up. But the thing is, in this series, being that you got the Jaron Jackson of the world, you got Stephen Adams, you're going to need Cat to do his I part. Yeah. So I think the guards is gonna get theirs. The perimeter people are gonna get theirs. This is, I think, is probably gonna be the most exciting series because they're gonna get up and down the court, and then secondly. This is probably going to be <laughs> – this is going to definitely be the most trash talk series. Yeah, I know. You're crazy. Because, you know, Dylan Brooks talk his trash. John Morant. John Morant. Desmond Bang, De'Anthony Melton. And then you got, you know, Pat Bev, Ant-Man talk. D-Lo going to talk here and there. Cat, for some reason, we saw be talking to. It's going to be fun in that regard. We're going to see tech. They're going to be talking. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, it's going to be a little, little beef going to happen from after this they series. Oh, for these two teams? Yeah. I, I look, this is going to be exciting in that regard. Yeah. They're going to come at each other's neck. It's going to be no feelings mixed up. Once we get no on this court, lost. no love loss. Like we, we at war. Straight like that. And this, that's your guy. That's definitely your guy. For sure. I agree with you. Mavs, Utah. No, I don't think I don't think he's gonna be out the whole series though. It's a calf strain. I think But still it's a four weeks. It's a weird injury. He's hurt right uh, now. Give me, so, give me yeah. who they playing? Utah. It's the only guess this will be the only reason why Utah wins the series. It won't it won't change the, the ultimate That's beat, the thing. Which is Mitchell if being, Luka, being a nick at the end of the day. If Luca don't come back. Don't, if, don't shake your head. I don't mean no it makes no sense that you wouldn't want Donovan Mitchell on the next, by the way. If Luca, no, if Luca doesn't come for back Randall, for Randall, yeah. No, you're disrespecting this guy. Donald Mitchell would be the best Knicks have had in the last 30 years. 30? 30? Yeah. Drunk, bro. I've been a lot. Who, who's been better in the last 30 years? Jamal, Jamal, Jamal Crawford? We gonna have to, who? 
We're gonna have, years? We're gonna like have to Carmelo, look. Carmelo, eh. Damn, you, yeah. talking, you talking about 20 years. You said 30. Okay, so who's been better than Donald Mitchell in Knicks history in the last, you know, 20 years, 30 years? We're going to have to look at Pat. the rock. Who? Pat? Oh, you and is, is, is that far back? Damn. I don't you look. said 30 years. All right, 30. 20 years. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Pat, Pat, you Pat, guys from this. Pat Ewing looks like a dragon. You don't even count. Like, yo, like, I don't know. Seriously, since we've been alive, because you weren't, you weren't even alive with Pat, were you? You weren't alive with no Pat. Yeah, what? You, you were, you were, you were a child. You were just conceived. I remember the LJ. Larry, I remember that. I remember that too. I remember seeing that. Y'all are a little bit older. All right, yo, when you, post 10 years old. Who who's better than right, Donovan Mitchell? Years old, yes, yes, yes. Last yes. Okay, so I'm gonna have a point there. All right, so then go get go get go get Donovan Mitchell. Still, I mean Mello, but yeah, I get you. I get yeah, he ain't do much for y'all. What do you do? He went there and got buckets and. All right, and then if he does the same thing, what what do we say then? He's gonna try to the guy to come play with him. You don't gotta and, 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 yo. That's what I'm saying. And I think he tries harder on defense if than Mello. He not. He tries harder on defense than Carmelo ever did. Carmelo never played defense. Carmelo never even faked playing defense. At least, at least Donovan Mitchell can fake playing some defense for you. Give me a break. There's, there's a difference. I'll play, he'll shoot some passing lanes, get some dunks, win you some ball games. Golden State, Denver. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, whatever. That's, that's State, a good conversation with Knicks fans. Go ahead. I like, I like the Warriors in this one. Yeah. I mean, they already ruled out Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Porter. So that already takes some sting out of the Nuggets, but it all depends on what's going on with Steph. Because they said he's practicing this week. Yeah. Do you think they could beat? Can they beat Denver without Steph? They could. They could. It's gonna be tough though. No. Like you're gonna really need Jordan Poole to, you know, yeah, no. put on them Under Armour and, and turn into Steph Curry for for a series. Cause what's the What's the uh? Prediction on it. Warriors 4-2? Yeah, Warriors 4-2. I'm not saying 7. Warriors is 7. They get pushed to the brink by Jokic. Ooh. It'll be a good series. Big, 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 big respect to Jokic. Warriors and 7. Jokic is, Jokic is He's a two-time this MVP year. This year, what which, which, which y'all ignoring is this year, Jokic has been a far better player than Steph has been. Well, yeah, he's been a better oh, player than most people. Than everybody. But, yeah, we but agree Jokic, But Jokic... Is has a is gonna have a really big impact in this series. The way he gets guys involved, the way he makes guys eat things easier. I think when I talk about playing winning basketball, he's a king of that. He plays winning basketball. He, he reminds me of Braun in the way that his vision affects the game. So, yeah, man, like I can win you this series. He gonna win you at least. He gonna win you three games in this series. The way he's playing, the way he's going, I mean, and they got no answer guy. for him. Who's the answer? Kevon Looney? Give me a break. Yeah, you're a Looney. No, if you think Kevon Looney gonna make a difference? Yeah, Draymond's going. Draymond's gonna guard him. Kevon's not gonna guard him. What's Draymond? Let's be honest. There was a stat that came out this year, right? In matchups, I think there was twelve matchups, one on one, not games. Obviously, they ain't close to their games. Twelve times they matched up one on one. Not saying Draymond is a, going to be able to stop Jokic to the umph degree, but he did better than most. He stopped them from scoring on four out of those twelve. That out of those twelve times, so who who got an easy basket on those possessions? No, no, I'm saying he shot. He shot one of them. He, he had him miss four times. The thing is, when it comes to Denver, I don't know about three games. I think they're going to win probably two games. Is if the shooters are on, 
that's where it could get scary because Jokic is going to find him. Jokic is Jokic could really average forty five, but is one of the most unselfish, talented people in the league. Because he really, if he wanted, he could do what LeBron did this year. Like, you know what? Murray's not here. Porter Jr.'s not here. We're going to get 50 tonight. Yeah. Well, he wasn't playing with Russell Westbrook, so. I mean, Aaron Gordon's the X factor for this team. Yeah. They, they signed him to all that money. Jeff Green got to step up. You can't just score 15 points. Jeff Green get you a big game, too. He'll get you a big game, too. I mean, and Will Barton. Hey, man, this. This series is gonna be really interesting. I, I think it like I think it goes seven because I don't really I'm not as crazy about the Warriors as everybody else. But Jordan Poole is you know he's he's new to this. This is, this is you know got experience in these kind of games. Let's see how he does. And he's great. I love him though. Good player. Real good player. Stars are born in the playoffs. Yeah, or sometimes they're sometimes they fizzle out like James Harden. Well, on that cue, if you stay ready, you <laughs> gotta get ready. <laughs> Bitch, Bob, we out. Peace. <laughs>